dig that crazy chick. Episode 43 of The Feminine Critique. I'm Emily. I'm Christine. Published novelist Christine. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to say that a lot. Uh, Christine, what's new with you? Um, well, I recently self-published my um, my novel um, through Amazon. Woohoo! Yay! Amazon, you might be evil, but you're also really awesome. You're the easiest way to get a lot of people to see something. Hey, and that's there are wonders of living in uh, 2014, and that's one of them. Yeah, I I took the path of least resistance and went with Amazon. I actually um tried to get a, a, a real like a like a actual publisher and like an agent, and it didn't work out. So it's I mean it's it's 2014. It's the kind of thing that seems like to invest the time and energy into that. It doesn't seem worth it because you don't have to now that's mm-hmm. the wonders of the world yeah so well, yeah uh how do people find your book they can go to amazon <laughs> not <laughs> the, the amazon guy. guys yeah, i don't, the I don't know if they're selling them down there it's very and, moist uh, book, book pages don't do well <laughs> you can search um the name of the book which is wake up maggie wake up comma oh, maggie wake up comma maggie or you can just search my name which is christine Makepeace. sounds how it's spelled Spells. it'll come sound. up or you can go to our Facebook page or be my friend anywhere and I'll just talk about it constantly and you'll buy it to shut me up. And you can buy it in book or in electronic format. It's true. Did you get the book? I did get the book. Yes. Did, did it print well? Um, it did. The one thing, because I don't know how many pages the ebook is, mm-hmm. it feels like the book, It's the cover is beautiful and the, it holds really well. Um, the thing is the I don't know if it's that the pages feel small, but the writing feels very big. Yeah. So it ends up feeling, I'm like reading, I'm like, wow, I'm such a fast reader. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just, the, the font is, is like 12 print or something. The, the, the font's very large. The thing that they, the font that they suggested, the way that they suggested it was even bigger. If you really? Can believe that. You would and have we, gotten like a paragraph a page if you did that. really what it looked like. So we changed the margins and we yeah. scaled the font down. It might be worth looking into doing another one where it's not quite so... Yeah, I think Big. you can definitely go smaller on the font. Well, that's good. Good but to know. But it's fine, because I'm also old and my eyes are getting worse. So, in a way, it kind of makes me feel, uh, you know, like a superwoman, if you will. Well, I had them send you the large print. Oh, <laughs> you. You didn't have to tell me that. Now I don't feel young anymore. But, yes, for as if those who had listened to, I had released a little thing announcing this and something else. If you read, listened to that, you heard I didn't start reading it. I have started reading it. I'm, I just was telling Christine I'm halfway through, and I'm loving it. And I, I do genu- genuinely recommend it to people. Well, thank you. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. So go get it. I mean, you could fuck up the ending, for all I know. I, I, I probably did. I may get so. to, like, the last page, and suddenly you pull a yellow brick road, and I'm like, oh. Oh, God. Now it's harder to recommend. The whole thing has been a yellow brick road. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, people, go to Amazon, read, it's good for you. Yay! And now on to the thing that isn't as good for you, movies! 
They're great. They are great for you. <laughs> now, are horror anthology sequels good for you? That's the question we're going to answer today, folks, because what I, are we covering, Christine? My answer may surprise you. Um, oh. VHS 2 and Creep Show 2. No, don't feel like, oh my god, did I miss the first one? Nope, we didn't review the first one. Uh, we figured... <laughs> it's true, we didn't. <laughs> no, um, I really was against... Um, oh, god damn it, my cat's peeing. It's this thing he does now. He's trying to assert dominance. We have the house covered in wee-wee pads. It's great, mm-hmm. people. Don't have kids. Have cats. Life is so easy. You're just cleaning up piss all day. Anyway, uh, we, yes, we, I've had this long-standing thing where I really hate VHS, even though I, I've barely gotten through it. I eventually, I did watch it, actually, by the way. Oh, um, we'll talk about that as we get there. But so I really didn't want to cover VHS, Um but so we decided we'll just cover the second one. And then yeah, some another announcement I wanted to make was a congratulations to the person who recommended we cover Creep Show 2. Yes. Matt Suzaka. Hey, you had a baby. Yeah, well, you a baby. You didn't have a baby. Liz had a baby. Well, yes, he um, helped, but he he did not push that thing out. Nah. Uh, and that thing is adorable. <gasps> she's she's, she's so cute. And she has a fantastic name. Um, what is her name, Emily? It, 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 well, she has a really fantastic <laughs> middle name, um, but it's little, little, uh, Clara Emily. And Clara's I, actually the name of one of my nieces. It's a beautiful name. It's a beautiful name. So, Matt, we're very happy for you. Um, thanks. Thanks for the ride, Matt. Thanks for the ride, Matt. <laughs> thanks for the ride. Uh, a true gentleman and a wonderful person, and it is very exciting that people like him and his lovely wife are reproducing. Yeah, Because the world needs people like that. So we're happy. Um, so yeah, horror anthologies. Now before yeah. horror anthologies, yeah. uh, it's been a few weeks since we've recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume, I don't know about you, but I have quite a lot of Halloween viewing in between then. I don't know if I do. Where did we, where, what's the last thing I told you I watched? <laughs> well, I said I'm getting old. That does extend to my memory. Did I tell you I watched Dead Snow? You did not tell me you watched Dead Snow. Oh, I like I Dead Snow. I know where I left off. Then. Okay, then. <laughs> why, why don't you start with Dead Snow? Um, it's not. It's not a lot. Um, There's a lot of snow. I mean, it covers there, up like the whole. And a lot of dead. <laughs> yeah. But if I really feel like I talked about this before, but let's just assume I didn't. I watched Dead Snow. Um, I had seen it before. Zach had never seen it. So I was totally like, I think you'd like this. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. It's unexpectedly good and fun. Yeah. So I watched Dead I Snow. I got Dead Snow and Cold Prey confused with each other. Because I was going to say, I'm like, yeah, Dead Snow has that really kick-ass uh, chick. Oh, wait, no. Oh. That was Cold Prey. Uh, it really, they, they they would be a good double feature. Yeah, I mean, they're very um, different tones. Dead Snow is a lot more a lot more comedic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's fun and it's clever. Mm-hmm. I really I liked it more, I think, this time than I did the first time. Did they make oh, a sequel to me. it? I think there is. It, I have not seen Cold it. Prey. I don't like the sequel to Cold Prey. Okay. I haven't um, seen it yet. But Dead Snow, yeah. So if for some reason you haven't seen the Nazi zombie movie in the mm-hmm. snow, then you should see it. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's still streaming, I think. Um, I told you I watched Storm of the Century, right? You did, Or I was yes. watching it. You did. Yeah, I think you were Ugh. in between it. I think I stopped watching movies for a while after that. I was so so just miserable. Did I tell Thanks you I watched Storm the, of the Century? I watched The Cable Guy. You did not. I want, I thought we should review that one of these days. I love The Cable I Guy. I do too, but I haven't seen it in years, so I don't know if I still love it. I think you do. I 
think I do. And it's one of those I want to show Brandon because he's never seen it. Oh, and it's that's one of those streaming too. That I, is it? Oh, I didn't know that. Like, I have no idea if he's going to love it or hate it. And I'm so fascinated to see which one it will uh, be. It's, it's a real divisive one. Yeah, it so is. Um, I quote I've, that movie all the time. It's amazing. I yeah. saw it in the theater. When it first came wow. out. Wow. It was, what, and like, 94? It, I was probably too young to see yeah. it later. Um, I liked it then, and I still like it. It surprises me how many people like it now. Like, yeah. I thought it was pretty... I mean, I think any kind of black comedy tends to amass its following in time. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's that a lot of times, like, oh, we're too sensitive to it, it's funnier afterwards, or what. But there's something about black... And particularly that movie, because it had that whole, like... Jim Carrey goes dark. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, he's, it's still a goofy movie. It's, just, it's still a goofy movie. Yeah. But I remember when it came out, it being such a flop. Um, but I have been love it. Yeah, I like it a lot, too. I so can't wh- tell you, I cannot go to any kind of, I, I can't, d- Medieval Times. Yeah. The whole Medieval Times. That's all I'm going to say. Medieval it's, Times. It's great. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's streaming, so you have no reason to not watch Agreed. it. Agreed. Um, good. Yeah, watch that. Cable um, guy. Um, then I watched The Quiet Ones. Oh, I have not seen this. Yeah, I hated it. Ooh! Um, Why did you hate it? Because it was super boring. Ooh, curse of death. Um, it has, okay, so the main boy in it is, um, Finnick. Oh, I like him. Yeah, so like, Probably my favorite Hunger Games character. Uh, oh, Spoiler completely. Alert. Spoiler alert, everyone. Well, no, he's um, a great character. He's the best. Yes. And he's super crazy handsome in this movie, like, jaw-droppingly handsome. Is he British in this one? Yes. Okay. Um, it could have been the best movie I ever saw. Instead, it was not that good. Okay. I could totally see why somebody might like it, though, that mm-hmm. it's... What works for other people sometimes doesn't work for me and vice sure. versa. Like, this one just didn't do anything for me. I was really kind of let down. Um, it was like a, this was based on a true story. Oh, and see, that always sucks, because you know, it's like, if you're basing it on a true story, quote-unquote, yeah. and you're trying to make it seem like it's a true story, then it can't be that wacky, because otherwise I would have read about it. Yeah. So, a lo- apparently a lot of it was completely um, made up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, you, yeah, I'd like to know what you think, okay. but I'm never going to tell you to watch it. All right, I gotcha. Okay. So then I watched um, Doom. D-O-O-M. I said that weird. Doom. 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 The video game movie oh, with the yeah, rock. Yeah. yeah, for some reason, I th- I'm like, oh, it's not. <laughs> for some reason in my head, this doesn't make any sense. As soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, the, ro- the one with the rock. No, that was doomed. Nope. No, you're yeah. right. No, I'm not. You're right. You doom. well, do well. You were doom. right when you heard Doom. I can't stop the... saying Doom. It sounds weird. <laughs> um, I really didn't like Doom. I thought oh it, was, it was so boring. Are you joking? That's crazy. It's like an hour fifty minutes, and I wanted more shooting, and I feel like it's there wasn't enough. So shooting. good, was it? Oh my god! I remember not. I have reviewed it. I remember being like, "This movie should have been good, and it wasn't." Wow. So f- apparently, fries. I, they have them here. I don't know anywhere else has fries. It's like a like a Best Buy, but not really. Oh, so I think I'm totally thinking you meant French fries. I'm French like, yeah, fries. Christine, so- we have French fries in New York. You used to live here. You know that. <laughs> so there was a thing like, oh, the Blu-ray, like the steel. Book Blu-ray was uh-huh. eight bucks, 
So we ran on down to Fry's. I had never seen the movie, and Zach loved it. And he's like, I'm going to buy it. And then I was like, well, let's watch it. What do you want to watch tonight? Duh, the Blu-ray you just got. So, so we watched it, and it was crazy good. It was so entertaining. I don't know. I loved it. I think it was okay. I'm like looking at my old review for it. I think I like couldn't I get look. into it. Like it was one of those movies I put on and like I couldn't watch. Like I I just couldn't stay interested in it. That's a shame. I don't know why. I really liked it. Um, it, it was surprising mm-hmm. how much I liked it. It was like goofy and over the top and dark and funny and I don't know. I just was a good action movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll give it another chance. Well, you could. If you lived here, you could borrow the Blu-ray. Oh, thanks. No problem. Um, so then I watched a movie that I'm not going to talk about yet because it's my um, oh, okay. recommend. And then on Halloween, Ooh. I watched Possession. Oh, the um, is it, uh, Isabella Johnny, Sam Neill. Yeah. I had never seen it. It's wacky. It is wacky. Um... I liked it. Yeah. Um, it was really... It, I knew what I was getting into. Because mm-hmm. I've... I mean, people have written about it. Yeah, for, Gentleman's Guide reviewed it a while Yeah, back. yes, 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 yes. I've listened to that review. And um, people make references to it. And mm-hmm. I, get, I get the jokes about it. And I know who's in it. And I know the director. And I've edited numerous articles <laughs> that, that either are direct play-by-plays of the movie or reference it heavily. And I'd never seen it. So I was like, I know what this is about. And then you're like, fuck. I have no idea what this is about. Yeah. Because then, like, the, the giant vagina monstery thing happens. And you're like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, the I think this one, too, because it was, didn't have a release for a really long time. Yes, yeah. So it yeah, became one it, of those Holy Grail movies. Yep, and I, like, I finally saw it on TCM one night. And I recorded it. And then I, it was, like, right when I was moving. So I had to watch it before my cable box returned. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch it in a rush, which is not the way to watch that movie. Yeah. It, 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 it definitely had some lore behind it. Yeah. You know? Um, I did like it, though. Yeah. I, it's good. But I, I watched it really late on Halloween after it's I had worked good. all it's very day. very long, too. Yeah, I worked all day, and I have to get up very early for work, and we didn't start it until, like, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Oh, my God, woman! And I was, Who do you dr- think you I was are? drinking a little bit. I was trying to be social. Mm-hmm. And, like, man, I really, that was not the best situation. No, but it was good. We have rules about, like, it's 8 p.m., too late to start a movie. Yeah, I like I said, I was hanging out with other people, uh-huh. so I, I couldn't run the show, I so to you. speak. Um, I then watched... Group movie to watch. Isn't it? No, hey guys, let's sit down, have some beers, watch Possession. Isn't that really fucking weird? <laughs> That's really fucking weird. But it was really fun. Yeah. Like, it was like, it, with people that knew when it was, okay, when something was so absurd, you, sh- you should comment or laugh about right, it. Right, And then when it was serious, you should shut the fuck up yeah, and I can see enjoy that. the movie. Good, good, good cue movie, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you watched it with somebody who was a nightmare, it would be terrible, yeah. but... Um, because I could just uh, picture somebody who was who was like texting while watching it, being like, "Wait, I yeah. thought about, I thought that actress was his wife." It, yeah, I I could feel myself kind of doing that at some points because I was so tired. Yeah. Like, fuck, what did I miss? And then and then Zach would be like, "You didn't miss anything. This is just happening." Because it's the kind like, of movie okay. that makes you feel like you're on drugs. It really does. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would recommend it though if somebody like me has managed to not see it. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch a boring documentary called Comic Con Episode Four. Okay. It is the New Hope or something. I don't remember the name of it. It's um, what's his face? Is Morgan Spurlock? Oh yes, his comic documentary. I didn't like okay. it. Okay, he just a documentary about Comic Con. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I think it was about San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. Yeah. Is it about, like, the people or the... Is it just boring? Should I just not watch it? It's a, a little bit of both. I think it, 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 like, fought... I think this is kind of the problem. It lacked a bit of Yeah, because I feel like as soon as you say that, I'm like, okay, it's, it's either about the culture it's created with the inter- entertainment industry or it's about the people that invest all this time and energy and money and going and everything it's so. kind of about that mm-hmm. but it's kind of not like it follows a few people and like through their journey but it, the format of it is really weird it's like they, f- they like there'll be stories that go through the entirety of it okay but it's also broken up by day i think like thursday friday saturday sunday so if somebody's story is only on Friday, they'll get introduced way after all the other people, but then their story runs and then ends, and then you go back to somebody else. I feel like I'm watching Possession. I'm so lost. <laughs> it really confused me for no reason. Okay. Um, uh, d- d- whatever. <laughs> there's, there's better Comic-Con, okay. comic book, whatever, cosplay documentaries out there. Um, Deliver Us from Evil. Uh, why do I, why I know of this movie, I think. <sighs> well, this, apparently I there's... this no- shows up on Instant all the time, right? There's 97 movies with this title. Oh, this well, one, that explains that. This one just came out. It's got, um, Eric, no, Estrada. no, no, oh, God, I'm gonna skip, I watched, um, a movie called Mercy. Okay. That's on Instant Watch. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, it's a I, it's an adaptation of a um, Stephen King short story. Mm-hmm. It's called Mercy. I Any said good? that. Um, let's say, let me say this about that. The little boy from um, that was in Super Eight. Little boy in Super. Okay, the main kid. Like the main kid. Okay. Um, I liked him. He's in it and he's fucking awesome. Um, Mark Duplass is in it. Oh, I and like he's him. The best ever, always and forever. He's he's great. He's so fucking funny. He's on the Mindy Project a lot. He's really funny. I say, I hated this movie. But you you fucking watch it for some of the performances. Some of the performances in this movie are great. Mark Duplass is great in it. And it's only like 88 minutes or something. And it was still not quite a recommend? Uh, It's a recommend because you should watch Mark Duplass. Okay. But it's on instant. What was it called? Mercy. Mercy. Um, and then it's called Deliver Us From Evil, the movie. It is Eric Bana. I om- I was oh, gonna... yes. This is the one that came into theaters a few months ago. I do not remember I that. remember it coming into theaters because it came out when a couple of other things came out. I feel like there was this, it wasn't quite October, but there was a whole rush of horror movies that came out. And I think there was this and that Catacombs movie. That, that I want to see. That's the one as above, so below, or has like yes. some stupid title, but people said it was really good. And yep. this movie came out around the same time, and I kept getting them confused, thinking like, oh, I guess this one's good. But you're saying it was not. It, it was not. It is, um, it, I rented it on Amazon, so, and I kept seeing it in Best Buy, like, like for sale places and like Target. I was like, oh, it could be good. This, the cast is bizarre. 
because um, Joel McHale's in it too. Oh. And Olivia Munn, and I don't know. It it, it was weird. It, I didn't like it at all. It was too long. I'll it, never, by the way, be able to know which one's Olivia Munn and which one's Olivia Wilde. Olivia I know, Wilde I know is a fantastic one. They they do stuff different, but I just can't keep them straight. Once one really speaks to you, I don't like Olivia Munn that much. But it was it was a possession movie. Obviously, um, it didn't really do anything different. It it was this, the performances were strained. It was just strange. Just not um, very good. I did. It wasn't memorable in the least. Um, I rewatched Constantine, which I still have never seen. Oof! It's on my queue. It's so been up there for a while. It's near the top of my movies after the movies that I have on there that are a long wait. So I oh. will get it eventually. It's, I, I really like it. I'd be interesting, honestly, to hear what you think. Because mm-hmm. I have no relationship with the character in the comics. Yeah, me, me neither. But I know it's a very... And that movie, too, seems to divide a lot. Because I know some people that love it. And then I think people who were really liked the source are not happy. That's my yeah, I, I like it. I, re- I don't typically like Keanu. And I really like him in this. And Tilda's amazing oh, in it. And... Gavin Rossdale is in it, and I just want to eat him with a spoon. Who doesn't? Um, and then I uh, watched Tilda Le- Swinton spoon. Oh, Tilda Swinton's the fucking best. She should have been the star of that movie. Um, she the star of every movie. Then I watched Let's Be Cops, which is that movie that just came out. I legaled it. I watched it illegally. Um, Let's Be. Co- I know the title, it's, but it's Jack Johnson and Damon Wayans. I think it's Jack Johnson and Damon Wayans Jr. They like pretend to be cops. Any any good? It I, sounds I, like it would be terrible. I think I tweeted, I wish Let's Be Cops would end or something <laughs> like that. Let's not be cops anymore. Because, like, you know how good 21 Jump Street was? Uh, no, because I still haven't watched it. I have Erica's <laughs> copy sitting on my on my table as it's been there for a month and a half, and I still haven't watched it yet. I love 21 Jump Street, and I was so surprised how good it was, and I just was hoping this would be 21 Jump Street again. I'm sorry. And it wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> And that's it for me. That was a lot. I'll shut okay. up now. So you, it's because you had such a, like, I'm on an October horror movie fix, and then you kind of petered out, I see. Yeah. I'm, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm not, no, you know. I, I blame Storm of the Century. That's fair. And I have to say, I think you're from the last episode, because I'm looking at my list, and I think you probably inspired me to watch a lot of horror movies. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, did, I did okay, and then it kind of just went boop. Yeah. All right. I got um. So I have a like I said, mostly horror movies. The one non wow. The one I guess two two non horror movies that I watched. One was a documentary on TCM called Thou Shalt Not, uh-huh. and it was about the uh, basically it's about pre code and early code cinema. So it was, I mean, it was about like a little over an hour, and it's just one of those things they air in between movies. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because it's one of those eras of cinema that I know almost nothing about. Uh, so it's kind of, they kind of start right a little bit before, I guess so it's starting in the early 30s, uh, late 20s, when cinema was getting a little risque. Uh, and then how when the Hayes Code was first introduced, it really didn't change anything because no one really cared until they started mm-hmm. to care. So it's a good talking heads. You have like John Landis is interviewed and a couple of other interesting people. So uh, if it ever shows up, give it a watch. The other non-horror movie I watched was At World's End. So now I finally, I still don't know what the other one's called, um, but I finally can tell this one and the Seth Rogen one apart because I watched this one. So I'll remember that. <laughs> no, I wrote At World's End. Damn it. It's not At World's End. It's the, it's, it's the World's End, right? Fuck, the Simon Pegg movie! 
Yeah, I think I think it's I think it, that is right. It's the World's End. Yeah. At World's End was the Pirates movie. I can I don't know why I have a mental block with this, but I really do. Christine, I think I might have like early form Alzheimer's or something. With this movie title? It's the like world, this is yeah. one of those things. Like I'm saying this, the deliver us from evil this movie. Is, I couldn't get them straight. Olivia Munn, is, Olivia Wilde. I'm losing it. This is the world's end. This is the world's end. Okay. The world's end is the is the Edgar Wright movie. Right, because it's the name of the bar. I should know that. I just watched it two nights ago. No, okay. This is the end is the James Franco movie. <laughs> yeah. I like I, both of them. I didn't see the other one yet. Which know. one didn't you see? I didn't see this is the end. I'm trying to say them. This way I'll get used to them. That's what I'm fine. trying to make you These are the times when I'm suddenly worried that I'm getting really old. Uh, okay. Like, occasionally when you wake up. I said this to someone recently, and they were so aghast at this. Where I said something. I'm like, oh, you know how, like, sometimes you wake up and you really don't know what season it is? Yeah. And they just, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, you don't know if it's Christmas or if it's June? I'm like... Yeah, sometimes you like wake up and you just have that moment where you just have no idea what time of year it is. And apparently that's weird. Do you think that's weird? Does that ever happen to you? N- not really. Ah! Sorry. It's okay, fine. I'll just go crazy alone with my cats. Thanks, Joplin. She doesn't judge me. So the world's end was good. I liked it. It was funny. A little long. The ending kind of got a little bumpy, I thought. But Yeah, I can it. agree with that. But before all, all, all up to that was very fun, and their their cleverness in in like wordplay and such, oh, it amuses me because I like puns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a whole bunch of horror movies, most of which were on Instant Watch. So here we go. Okay. Uh, one that's been making the rounds, which I almost didn't watch because I thought the title was sounded so stupid. Um, but I know Randy vouched for it, and then I think Will vouched for it, and that was Witching and Bitching. I knew that's what you were yep. going to say. It's not the, the original. So awful to it's say. not the original title. The well, cover is terrible, and the title that they chose to do. Yep. For the American release yeah, or the English language release is just it really is a shame. Yeah. Did you you saw it? No, I didn't. I it's on my queue. I. We were going through, and it was kind of like, Zach was like, what the fuck is that? That's <laughs> terrible. I was like, no, people are saying it's really good. Yeah. Like, people I trust are saying it's really good. And I then really I, loved it. And then I looked it up, and I saw it was um, Alex last, circuit, last Circus Guy. Which I had a lot of problems with. Uh, I liked, but I had problems with. And the yeah. same with another one of his movies I saw. I think I, this is the first movie that totally landed for me from him. Mm-hmm. It just It's really funny. Uh, it's really well acted and very like the actors are all comedically well timed and such. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really enjoyable and really bonkers. So I would totally recommend it uh, to you and to others. <laughs> well, good. I want to watch it. You should. Uh, all right. I watched a movie that again I believe the Jens had talked about a while back called Kidnapped, uh, which is also a Spanish movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made the mistake of watching it on my TV at Netflix, which means I can't change the language, so it was the dubbed version, uh. Uh, which took away a little bit, because this is one of those movies that's just awful and mean and just starts, and then you're just kind of curled in a ball because you f- you're scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have certainly been more effective without stilted American delivery uh, that doesn't match the lips moving. But this is still really good, and it's it's a mean movie. It's a home invasion uh, and very, it's very stabby. It's very Ooh. shooty. Uh, it's uh, it's very good, and it's very well It sounds well-made. familiar. I'm um, trying to remember. I think 
I really think the gents did an episode with it, but I might be wrong. It's possible. Um, and it, it, the, I mean, the alternate title is just like sequestados, whatever the Spanish word for kidnapped is. Uh, but it's it's it is very good. It's a very well made film. It's just one that you don't, like don't watch when you're you want to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> uh, which is which is most you know, of the time. Don't be, don't be happy. Well, if you want to be happy, you know what you watch. You watch the fucking prophecy, Christine Makepeace. That's what. You oh, watch. I still haven't seen it. I never saw it, and it's on instant. The first three are on instant. Oh, so it's so nineties. It's so wacky. It's Elias Coteus when he has hair. Yeah. It's Christopher Walken kind of right before, because the movie was, I think, like, 90, 94, but it was filmed earlier. So it's right before anybody realized how Christopher Walken Christopher Walken is. Mm-hmm. So he's just doing his thing, but it feels, like, fresh and new, and he's amazing. <laughs> Viggo Mortensen has, like, two scenes, and, my God, I just wanted to rip through the screen and pull him out because he's so weird and great oh that's so fun yeah this is fun it's bizarre as hell but it's really fun i watched a end of the world movie surprise called 20 years after it'd been on instant i kept seeing it pop up um based on other movies i watched uh it's a weird one this one has uh what's his name is it nathan basil from leslie vernon is that his name? That sounds right. I think so. No, that sounds right. Okay, so we'll say it's right. Uh, Nathan Basil's in it, and the girl who in... Okay, everybody who watched Buffy knows season seven, Conversations with Dead People, and the episode before that with the blonde girl, Cassie, who sees her own death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in it. Okay, um, cool. Thank you. It's very <laughs> low budge. Very low budge. Uh, oh, 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 and um, the... Oh, what's his name? Actor, character actor, if you watched The Wire, he was Carcetti's, like, uh, assistant, like, the sort of mayor's advisor. Really good actor. He's also been on everything else that The Wire guys do. I forget his name, but he's in it, too. So it's one of those movies that's weird because it's really decently acted. It's just so low budget and because it feels like the filming of it feels very low budget. Uh, and I had a hard time really getting into it. But it does some interesting things with the end of the world or like, mm-hmm. really post-apocalypse. Um, so, I mean, if you really like post-apocalypse, then give, give it a whirl. It's there. Why not? I watched a movie with Tim Daly on Instant called The Skeptic. Oh, man. Was How was that? was going off of Instant. So I was like, oh, I'll watch it. It's only on here another day. Uh, okay, you know how much I love Murder, She Wrote. Now, what? end of the world movies and murder she wrote. Bring back I know. my Who am Emily. I? I do have Alzheimer's. Now, you imposter. I would kind of assume that people the like the like I'm not the general audience for murder she wrote, mm-hmm. but I think the general audience for murder she wrote is the audience for the skeptic. It's sort of just like a haunted house movie aimed at. It feels like, but it's aimed at like retirees. Mm-hmm. It just it's very like quiet. Tom Arnold's in it, and he's kind of calm. Uh, I remember almost nothing about it other than the fact that I watched it. Oh, man. So I really don't recommend it to anyone. I was going to say, heavy recommend, right? And it was one of those, like, I watched out of, because there were so many things I could have watched, and I'm like, oh, this one's expiring. Let me watch it. And I'm like, you know, if I'm watching it, then I'm going to blog about it. And it was like, I had to force myself to keep watching and taking notes, because at that point, I felt like I'd invested time, so now I had (laughs) to invest the added time to it. Um, so that was The Skeptic. Uh, a really good new little instant watch horror movie I watched called Truth or Dare. Uh, again, pretty stupid title, pretty stupid 
box art that feels really like anything else that you've seen. Um, but this one was just really, I thought, made really well. And it's, you know, the pretty popular kids bullied a kid who is no more, and they are taken to a place and his brother is going to get revenge on them which again sounds like a very throwaway movie and it's not life-changing it's just really well made for what it is Mm -hmm. uh another instant watch movie called that's again been on instant forever this one was recommended to me by my dad and my mom i believe Uh, it was called cockneys vs zombies Oh, I've seen it. I have not seen it, though. It's, I thought it was fun. I know, I mean, it, it's, there's nothing amazing about it. It is a zombie comedy. Uh, if you really like zombie comedies, then watch mm-hmm. it. If you're like, oh, I'm so tired of zombie comedies, then don't. Nobody's making you. Um, but it has some cool things. It has a, it's, it's really sweet, and it kind of becomes sweet very quickly where you realize, like, oh, these characters are kind of, like, they're nice. And, you know, they're trying to save their old people and everything. Yeah. And it does some cute things. Like, there's a dude with a metal plate in his head. And guess what happens when he turns into a zombie? Oh, like, so, no. And, and I, you know, I, I thought it was cute and fun. Um, as cute as a movie called Cockneys vs. Zombies can be. Uh, a movie I had not watched in a really long time. Night of the Creeps. Yes, a classic. It's awesome. It is. Uh, I am not a big Monster Squad fan because I did not watch it as a kid, so I don't have mm-hmm. that nostalgia, and so I watch it now as an adult, and it just it doesn't really work for me that much. Um, so I did I watch it as a kid, and it doesn't work for oh, me that really? much. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I thought I One just assumed it was like you either watch the Goonies or you watch Monster Squad. But, but Night of the Creeps is really great. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because again, it does something that I think will come into play when we talk about VHS, or at least the first VHS. Like, it's not that hard to make your characters um, nice people, <laughs> or mm-hmm. like, and I'm, I don't want to say likable because I know that's like a term that I know you have a problem with, and I, I don't mean to say like, oh, I should like movie characters, but no, I don't you don't have mean to make them all dicks. It, and Night of the Creeps, like, they're not dicks. They're just, you know, college kids. And, like, they establish enough sweetness and um, character to them that you're really in it for these kids, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just, it's one of those, like, when I watch that and then I watch VHS, I'm like, it's not that hard. What yeah, hard? it's not even likable. It's just believable. Yeah, like, just yeah. not dicks. Yeah. Um so Night of the Creeps is fantastic, and I highly recommend it to anyone out there. Uh, you know it's not fantastic, but it's really fun to watch would be Nailgun Massacre. Oh, fun. Had you ever I, seen it? I don't think I've... Wait. No. It's... I'm trying to think of how I'm thinking work. of the Driller Killer for some Oh, yeah. Dr- this, 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 Nailgun Massacre wishes it was the Driller Killer. Yeah. Uh, like, this I one like I watched with um, Outside the Cinema did their throwdown for Halloween... And they showed this one, so everybody was watching it and kind of, you know, instant messaging about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's one of those, like, so bad it's good. It really is an atrocious movie that's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I watched Demons, Mario Bava, no, Lamberto, ba- Umberto, ba- wh- whatever, the Bava Kids movie Demons from the late 80s. Yes. I'd never seen it. I always assumed I'd seen it, but I had somehow never seen it. Yeah, I haven't either. It's it's very 80s, it's very Italian 80s, it's very gooey. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, then I have two more. One being um, just 
you know, I it's one of those days where um, it's like a Saturday morning, and I'm getting every like I'm gonna go running, but first I'm checking my email and stuff, and I turn the TV on. And then it's like 45 minutes, and finally I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess I'll just record the rest of the butterfly effect and watch it when I get home. Mm-hmm. Because the butterfly effect was on, and I hadn't seen it since I saw it in the theater, and I ended up just watching the whole thing. I was going to say, you watched the whole thing, I watched huh? the whole thing. Yep. I still right. I like it. I like that movie. It, I don't I don't have the, the venom for that movie that some people do. Yeah, I don't know where the, the venom... I mean, okay, sure, if you want to start poking holes in the logic of the time... Sure, any movie involving time travel, you can, you know, it, it's all bullshit. None of them can ever really effectively address every issue. Mm-hmm. But hey, for a theatrical horror movie in 2004, give me something new. I haven't seen that before. So I kind of like the butterfly effect. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then I immediately had to look to see if the sequels were available, and they're only available in discs. So guess what's on my, my queue? Uh, oh, and then the no. last thing I watched. Are you really going to watch them? Of course I'm going to watch them. Are you going to let me know how they are? Of course I'm going to let you know how they are. Yay! You are a published novelist. Of course I'm going to oh, tell you these shush things. you. And the last movie I watched, which would almost have been my instant pick, except I have something even better as my instant pick. Oh, no. Uh, so the last movie I watched was uh, another instant watch horror movie with a bad title and a shitty poster. But was really good, and it's called The Dead Within, or Dead Within, I think. I don't think there was a the. Uh, and it is a... I don't know. I wouldn't trust you either way. You shouldn't. No. For all I know, it's like, it's not the word the, it's actually a snake. I don't know. <laughs> so, Dead Within is a... Um, so, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. It is essentially a two-person um, post-zombie plague uh, claustrophobic movie. Mm-hmm. A husband and wife have are in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. They have been together. Something terrible has happened that is made sort of like a Twenty Eight Days Later esque thing. But most of the actions confined to the cabin, where the where the the wife has just been stuck there the whole time, and the husband goes out. Um, so it's a very. I re- I really do, I want to know what you think of this. Clearly, they had ambitions, but knew okay, we don't have the budget to show anything to show what's going on outside so we're just going to put it all inside and Uh I thought they did such a genius way of establishing what went on without a lot of exposition and forced Mm -hmm. talk I'm googling this right now yeah the the couple um the actors were really good it's really just a two-person show the whole time um and just their their inter- I think it was a heavily improvised movie. I think a lot of it was just the two act cuz the the actors are credited with the screenplay with the director. So I'm guessing it was a lot of like, okay, you've come back from foraging. Talk about it kind of thing. Uh Am I looking at the wrong thing? Um I don't know. What year is it from? Did you 2013, say 2013, 2014. It's a newbie. Are you on IMDb or on Netflix? I was on um, IMDb, and I think I, have a I got. It has like there, a lot of different titles. Hey guys, there is a the, because if you just do dead inside. Oh, dead inside. Yeah. Oh, it's not dead within. What did I say? Oh, are you talking about the I dead? Dead within. Is it dead within? Because there's dead inside. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. Oh god. Hey everyone. What am I? Dead no, within. Dead no, within. What did no I say, worry, sweetheart? I'm right. There is, there is a dead within. Right. That's the one. When a global plague is decimating nearly all of the world's population, one couple survives by taking refuge in an isolated cabin. Booyah! 
it's on me. Yes, yes, it is. You now you're playing fucking mind games with me. I said I think I'm losing it, and now you're like, you mean the dead inside, Emily? I think you're losing it. You bitch. You're so mean. Ugh. No, you're mean because you're making me think I'm losing it. No way. I have enough going on. Okay, I got a cat that pees on shit. I don't need this, Christine. I don't need it. I'm sorry, sweetie. It's okay. It's all right. So, the, so no. See, there isn't dead a within. the. There is no the. Dead within. Dead within. Dead Dead within. Dead within. Dead within. <laughs> There is a movie called Dead, The Dead Inside, isn't there? There's two of them. <laughs> That's why I get right. so fucking confused. One of them, yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, so this within. was good. Yes, it was very good. You should watch okay. it. Okay, I want to watch I, it. I want you to watch it. I want Because I, I think it's the kind of movie, too, that I would say I think is really good for filmmakers or, like, low-budget, like, up and coming like filmmaker or screenwriter type things to watch because mm-hmm. you can see what they have to work with and how they get around what they don't have to work with. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first movie in a while where I watched where I had no fucking idea where it was going. Oh, that's always yeah, exciting. I'm watching it and I really, and like there's um, a, like a couple of really good jump scares. So it's really well done as a horror movie, but there's also like, I, I did not know who to trust. I didn't know what was really going on like i really was like i i don't know and it was a really good feeling to have with a horror movie mm-hmm. so high recommend dead within yay i don't know shit about the dead inside no we don't no okay so that's everything i've been watching it's a lot of it well uh, it's exciting you did a good job yeah, thank you and then i watch vhs but i feel like i'll wait to talk, we'll about, talk that. about that exactly Indeed we shall. Uh, So should we take a break? Um, I have to pee. Okay, I should too. I'm glad that our listeners know these things. Hey, I'm going to pee, everyone. Everybody, me too. We all do it. Published novelists do it. People with (laughs) early Alzheimer's do it. They do. do It it takes all kinds, right? Indeed. All right, so we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and talk Creepshow 2. Yay. Creepshow 2. All right. We've returned to yeah. travel back in time a little bit. It was uh, probably a nice brisk day in uh, sometime in 1987 when uh, the Entravia family went to the movies. Oh, you saw this in the theater? 
Yeah. Now oh, you can oh, do the math. Oh, my. How old was I? 1987? You were five. I was five. See, now, many of you probably know that I, like, I grew up watching horror movies. Part of the reason I believe is simply that I'm the youngest of four children. My parents were both liked horror movies, and my siblings did. And it's really hard to sit, you know, to turn the TV on and tell one child to leave the room. Or to hire a babysitter for that one child because they're too young to go see Silence of the Lambs, but the rest of the kids can. So instead, <laughs> I saw Silence of the Lambs when I was nine. And I saw Creepshow 2 in the theaters when I was all of five. Uh, I have not watched it beginning to end since then. I've certainly seen mm-hmm. bits of it here and there. Um, but so it was an interesting revisit. Now, what was your experience with the movie? You'd seen it before? No. Really? I thought i maybe had i had seen i've seen the first one a bunch of times i guess i just assumed that i had seen the second one and it's one of those things again i know so much about it Mm -hmm. that i just kind of was like yeah i've seen it what yeah what you gonna do no um, every time I think of Creepshow, I am thinking of the first one. Well, you know what, too? The first one is five stories in a wraparound. Mm-hmm. So there's so many stories that I think it's easy to assume that some of them dripped over into the Are next from movie. the other one, yeah. Especially I- because this one, you only have three stories in a wraparound. Mm-hmm. Um, now... I thought this, the Leslie Nielsen one, apparently, IMDb is calling it something to tide you over. Uh, I didn't realize yeah. that was the name of it. That one, I really would have, I would have bet money that was in the second one. Ah, uh, you would have lost money. I would have, and I wouldn't have been able to buy bet it. where you are. Buy underoos. Oh, what a shame. Aww. Now, let's talk about anthologies first. Sure. Horror anthologies. What, yeah. which, which, you, which, you, which, you, which, you like them? You don't like them? Talk to me. I'd say historically, I like them, but, um... If you were to ask me what I liked about them and why I liked them, I don't think I could tell you anymore because they're just not always great. I mean, when you think horror anthology, what do you think? I think, I think Creepshow, um, geez, I can't even... Cat's like, Eye. Cat's, oh yeah, Cat's Eye. I love Cat's God. Eye. Uh, talk about a movie that terrified me as a kid, little goblin troll thingy. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I love cats, people? Because they'll protect me from goblin troll thingies. I mean, Trick or Treat is Trick or Treat is an anthology, and I love that movie. Um, you had a lot in the uh, well, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, uh, Two Evil Eyes. You, you had a bunch in like this period after Creepshow. You had a few. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have some if you go back earlier. You have Asylum, Night Train to Terror. Anyone? Anyone? And and I will say that there's um, obvious. Twilight Zoney aspects. Oh yes, to the to a lot of anthologies, to, in particular the the Creepshow ones, mm-hmm. and then um, it makes me think of obviously the Twilight Zone movie, yeah, which yes. is an anthology, awesome. right? Yeah. Okay, I just got really confused. No, that would that would be considered and, one. And then now, see the whole thing about Creepshow. And, you know, inspired by the EC Comics. Um, that's how they open the, mm-hmm. the description of Creepshow on IMDb. Like, I used to read those Ooh. those books. Okay. The, the, a lot of the stories from, like, Tales from the Crypt and this, like, all those eeries and creepies and Vault of Horror and mm-hmm. stuff like that. My mom always had those laying around. So I kind of had a taste for it. Sure. So I don't know if at any point I cared how good they were. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and I mean, this movie and both movies really 
um, Creepshow and Creepshow 2 both really do uh, embrace the EC Comics aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, you have the heavily. They don't call him the Crypt Creeper. What do they call him? The The Creeper. The Creeper, right, (laughs) is is there, you know, it's Tom Savini in makeup. He's there. Oh, man, when I saw that, I went crazy. (laughs) Now, I didn't have that. I watched Tales from the Crypt, like, religiously. Like, hello, I have the Crypt Keeper doll. Um, But I was just never a comics person, and I never really read the comics. Mm -hmm. I think I always liked anthologies and still do, in part because of the short attention span aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, the the worst thing um, a movie, especially a horror movie, can do is be boring. So with an anthology, you always have that like, okay, well, even if it's not that good, I'm what, what I'm going to be out of here in 20 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's even da- it's a dangerous game. It, it is. Yeah. Oh, the Offspring is is an anthology I really like. From a whisper to a scream. The so there's that. Um, most anthologies usually have a killer doll segment. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a good anthology, there's going to be a killer doll of some sort in there. So that always makes me happy. Um, and the now, I guess the other thing that I kind of forgot about with anthologies, because this goes with DHS where I told you I tried watching the first one twice and I just couldn't, I couldn't focus on it. It was making me angry. I hated everyone. Mm-hmm. I hated how dickish everybody was and how um, just like aggressively... Um, offensive it felt but then i remembered something watching these ones uh watching creepshow 2 was like oh right an anthology is almost always a comeuppance tale like 90 percent of anthologies are going to be a a character has done something really shitty and eventually will pay for it so what what is where does that come from because i mean that is you know night gallery that's twilight zone i mean that's alfred hitchcock presents Mm -hmm. Why is it these short form, darker, you know, horror, what have you stories t- tend to be tend to do that tend to be yeah. fably in that regard? Like it's a it's a really good question. I, I don't have a good answer. I, I can think of a million like most night galleries that are popping right. into my head are like that, or like that they that have that ironic twist. Yeah, I mean, creep sh- the first creep show, four of the five stories. Um, I mean, the Stephen King. Uh, the ballad of Jordy, I can never remember his name. That one is the one where he's not a bad guy, but the rest of them, it's all somebody has done something bad yes. and pays for it at the end. And in yeah. Creepshow too, it's it's the same thing. Whether I mean the crimes vary between murder and kind of be a high school dick, but still, like there's all of them have that you've broken a rule, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if maybe part of it is the thing about an anthology that. You know, you have you. It's like a short story. You have to, you have to be out of there. You have to establish quickly, and end it. So it's much easier, I think, to establish a villain than it is a good person. <laughs> Maybe in part. So you open okay. with, here's a woman who has who is cheating on her wealthy husband, who hits a man with her car and drives on, who's very wealthy. I want something bad to happen to her. Right, so if you guys don't know, Emily is describing the synopsis of the third, the third story. I'm jumping ahead because that's the easiest one to kind of... Because I think that one best represents the simple, like, you've got, you know, 20 minutes of screen time. You can only establish so much in that time. Well, the thing is, that's the only one I feel like maybe could have diverged from that, like, bad person gets come mm-hmm. up. It's because... I didn't hate her right away. Oh, like, no, I actually really they, like they, her. 
they were like hitting me with a bat of hate this woman and i was like but wait i'm like but what's it's kind of awesome like i don't under like should i hate her you're telling me i should (laughs) and and even when you like i feel like we've just jumped straight to the third story but it is because i have a feeling that to me that's the most interesting easily i that's i'm gonna show my hand right now wowie the first two are not good (laughs) All right, so let's go through it. Let's okay. uh, let's let's back up and let let's okay. tell the story. So uh, we have a wraparound. Yes, uh, it's it's an animated wraparound. Yes, which I think they probably did for budgetary reasons. Mm, probably, but it kind of works for me. Uh, I say that because I saw this when I was five. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's something about that that for me it was eye candy, and I think it. That's the other thing about anthologies that, like, v- the VHS movies, I think, are very representative of it, is you have different directors in those movies. Mm-hmm. So there's this weird disconnect of these stories don't really match up. Um, should they or should they not? Should they feel like they're part of one story? They don't have to. I mean, trick or treat, they do. Yeah, I don't think they have to. I think it's more interesting, and it, it builds a bigger world, and it gives you more opportunity to play with characters. Yeah. And when they completely don't. With, in this case, I feel like they, I mean, part of it's just, you know, it's the 80s, everything kind of looks the same. Um, but there's, with this one, they're all directed by the same guy. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can tell or not. I think it doesn't have that many flourishes one way or another. Yeah. The stories are all, especially the first two, are just very cut and dry. Yeah. Uh, and that's, because that's the thing, too, about anthologies. You usually get that twist None of these stories have a twist. Uh, yeah, I guess in the classic form of the word twist. I mean, like, all of them have an ending, but none of them have that. <laughs> I hope so. Like, think of, like, in Creepshow with, um, oh, I don't know. Now that I'm saying that, I feel like Creepshow isn't the best twist one either. No, I, but I know what you mean. It doesn't have, like, a, it was Earth all along. Right, there's no, like, twist. aha moment. With these They're, ones, it's like, nope, you're just, shit's gonna happen. But they are, like, like, okay, at the, I don't want to jump to I know, we still don't. Second one. Okay, so the first story, so the wraparound is cartoon. It's cartoon. Uh, it's a Venus flytrap story. It's very forgettable. It's very forgettable. It's very simple. It's very, there's not much to it. Uh, the first story, uh, Old Chief Woodenhead, which I yep. sort of like your killer doll, I guess you could say. <sighs> If you, if you want to appease me. Um, and this one we get George Kennedy mm-hmm. uh, and his wife are old storekeepers who are just about to make a new life when they are brutally robbed and shot by uh, the young Native American punk in town and his friends. But thankfully they have an old wooden Indian chief statue that gets revenge for them. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Wow, uh, you just told me an interesting tale. That's not what I was presented with when that, we that shown. One, why doesn't that one work? It is because it is so long. It is it needlessly is, right? long. There is so much exposition for no reason. The characters, the, the villainous characters, have so much dialogue. It is insane. <laughs> the, like, they do a lot to make you really like the couple, yeah, I liked him anyways. It's fucking George Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, which I remember being really upset when I saw this because I liked him from Naked Gun, and then he yeah. gets shot, and it's very sad. And I was it, five, so. It's like, okay, so they run a store. It's failing. 
they used to do well. The town itself is failing. They, the 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 um, Native American gentleman, I guess the head of the the tribe, I'm assuming, comes and is like, "Hey, man, look, here's some cool jewelry. Like, hold on to it, <laughs> so we can pay you back. And if we can't pay you back, like, you'll have all this cool jewelry." Yeah, and, but like, Kennedy's but, like, "Yeah, my wife's gonna look good in that turquoise." But before that, they were like, "Meh." people owe us money and then like the dude comes and gives him stuff like that was all unnecessary yeah yeah <laughs> it was it was just a pad of the running time it's so long and then okay so then they the 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 the, the band of thieves show up at the store and that scene is so long yeah and in the main the main dude who's also a member of the tribe is like talking about how handsome he is and how good his hair is, and hair. I'm just like, I my eyes are rolling out of my head. And then then when the Indian does, I don't like calling him Indian. I'm sorry. <laughs> racist. Christine published novelist. Christine Makepeace is a racist. Everybody. When that that statue comes to life and kills them. That takes too long. It does. And it's not even, like, interesting kill. You don't see them. You see them in shadow. Exactly. Which it wouldn't be bad, except this isn't that kind of movie. And that story just keeps going, so... But don't show me this, these these subtle deaths. Yeah. That's and not what you have here for. All this fucking exposition, like... This isn't a, a, a segment that has earned subtlety no. and no, dignity. It has not. Um, so that's the first story. Uh, now the second story is the raft, which has one of my favorite lines in, that I caught in recent movies, which is, "I don't believe in oil slicks." I don't know what that means. That is funny. It's not like um, global warming, is it? I don't think so. Isn't Maybe oil it slick was just like a physical thing. It could have been back then. I. This is the one where if you say Creepshow two. Or at least because I've been talking about it a lot this week. Mm-hmm. People will go like, oh, yeah, but the raft. Yeah. Is it just because it's the the deaths are cool? The deaths are cool. Because they're very blobby. It's, I mean, it's very much the blob. I am a human woman. These deaths were amazing. <laughs> the story- <laughs> that needed to go on the box. I'm a human woman. These deaths are amazing. Christine Makepeace, author of Wake Up Maggie. Because, okay, so they're like, oh, I'm going to be really boring and have too much exposition in this car again. Well, like, first of all, can we just start with, what are they doing? It's October. They say it's October. It's too cold to go swimming. Yeah, but there's a raft. Why are they so excited to go on a raft? They could smoke pot on the beach. With all the exposition that we have, that is never explained. explained. So they, they're like, okay, well, there's this raft. We don't really know what the lure of the raft is. No one wants to get in the water. It's clearly cold. So they get out to the raft. They see the big floaty thing. Maybe an oil slick. Maybe no, not. Nobody's okay Depends with it. Depends your political beliefs. Everybody starts dying. Like, like it, it picks them off one by one. Um, and I'm like, okay, it's still a little boring. They're still a little wordy. Like, the dialogue in this one's tough. Um, I'm big as, and I'm strong. As evidenced by the oil slick thing. But then, like, okay, so, like, the, you have the final two on the raft. They make it through the night. You're like, oh, fuck. Okay, they made it through the night. Then he molests her. He does molest her. He does. Like, he molests. Yep. That's not his girlfriend. That's, nope. some, that's the other dude's girlfriend. Yep. Even if it was, he's still, like, she was passed out. He, like, takes the time yep. 
to lay her on the raft, which they've already established, hey, it can come up through the raft. Yes, they have. Lays her on the raft is like fondling her and like, it goes on like i was watching that on the bus and yep. i I, I, had to, I watched it at work i had to tilt it quite a bit because i did not want somebody else seeing what i was watching and getting ideas about molesting a woman on a raft so it continues i mean i'm gonna tell you that the payoff was real good yeah but he didn't have to do that but it's such a weird like, there's other ways to get boobs in there. Just have her swim naked. Yep. If also, you really needed boobs, then again, this goes to VHS as well. Uh, like, there's other ways to do it rather than taking a woman against her will and lifting her shirt up. I guess that he, it was supposed to be, like, make his death, spoiler alert, um, even more satisfying. But, like, he was already established as a really obnoxious dick. Yeah. And you don't need me to make make you hate your... Hey, make me hate your character by like fondling her while she's like yeah, traumatized. Just she just watched a bunch of people die. Yeah, like brutally. Like if she was into it, like if they boned, that's fine. That's like fine. Tra- trauma or whatever. I'm for boning. So like she's all pushed up against the raft and like it like attacks her face. It's fucking awesome looking. It's very cool. Yeah, the effects are great in this. <sighs> yeah, that's the raft. Yeah. And then, so then we get into The Hitchhiker. Yeah. Um, was it called The Hitchhiker or was it called Thanks for the Ride? I thought it was The Hitchhiker. I don't know. I might have, I make, I don't know. We, we, we've already established you can't trust it. It's just called say. Hitchhiker. <laughs> inside. Hitchhiker inside. No, the. All right. So this one, I agree. You open on this woman um, who's, who's, what's her name? Who was in Moonraker. She didn't look Bond girl. Oh, she was older now. That yeah, was a good ten years earlier. Oh, I believe you. I just said she didn't look familiar. And she, this is this is a case too where a movie where you cast an actress with a really great voice and it goes really far because she has a great speaking voice. It's kind of deep. It has this like kind of like she has a really sexy voice. Yeah, she was good herself a lot. So it's good that she has a good (laughs) voice. Um, they they relied much too heavily on narration in this one. Yeah. Um, I they get away they got away with it for a while for me again because I liked hearing her talk, but mm-hmm. it got to a point where it's like she's still talking. Yes, uh, it, it got to a point where it was kind of unbelievable how much she was talking. Right, right. Um, so yeah, she is is fucking around on her her rich husband with a hooker, which is kind of awesome. Which is great, good for her. Yeah. Make it happen, lady. And again, I don't know. I guess the movie is trying to say. Oh, well, she's, you know, she's one of those women. But you watch it, watching it today, it's like, yeah, good for you. Go for it, sister. Yeah, she shouldn't have, uh, uh, like, they, I don't know what it says about me. They really wanted me to dislike her. And I guess, I mean, I did, because she did, she, I mean, just sleep, like. I don't dislike her until she hits the dude and drives off. I mean, her extramarital affair wasn't. Good. I mean, the fact that she she visited a gigolo or a prostitute is fine. But I mean, she shouldn't have had an extramarital affair. Right. But it's you know what? It's probably better that she's seeing. You know, there's there's no investment in it. It's not like she's emotionally cheating. Well, there you go. But then she she hits the African American gentleman, um, <laughs> and and drives away. And I'm all like, but what? the movie. I thought too, though it was not justified because not like yeah yeah she she. But the movie justified it for her. Because they establish basically that, you know, if her husband, 
like it's not just that like oh she has to she can't let her husband know she's cheating on him she can't she's freaking out about getting home late because she won't have an excuse that he won't see through so you so they establish that like no her husband's really um overbearing he'll know not only that she cheated but just the fact that she wasn't home will say a lot about her Mm -hmm. um and so she's driving she knows she's really low on time but she can make it if she goes fast and when that happens it's that moment of oh god if if i stop and pull over this is going to change my life there is no like nothing good will come of this Mm -hmm. for me this is going to ruin me Mm -hmm. um and it's like that um the, the main of Suvari movie from a few years back, Stuart Gordon one that I can't remember the name of. Remember the movie of Stephen Rea where Mana Suvari hits the guy with a car and like drives home with him? Shit. I'm no. not making this up, I swear. No, I believe you. Sh- sh- I, sh- I mean, I guess. Uh, it's like a one word name and I can't, it's bothering me that I can't remember the name of the title. But again, I'm old. Uh, but so I feel like they, I totally understood. It, it was less, I understood more why she would drive away than I did why the dude would start molesting the chick on the raft. If, oh, yeah. Like, they, they, they justify it to her point of view. Um, terrible things happen to her because of it, and they should, because, I mean, dude's life is still more important than your husband not catching you cheating. Yeah. Um, but because they had kind of established her narrative uh, really well and really quick, I totally understood exactly what she was going to do and bought it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, this was definitely the one, like her or not, it's definitely the one that was able to rope me in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it still, to me, it still somehow went on too long. It did. Like, just because once, it's like, okay, so he's going to keep following her, or he's going to keep appearing, and he does. And then it did, it did this thing where, um... The quote-unquote twist? Well, I guess it was a twist, like... Or or maybe it, it did mislead me enough to go, like, is she going crazy? Is this happening? And then we established that, yes, in fact, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's not really a twist. Right, so it doesn't, well, I thought it was more like, oh, because the husband is the guy that pulls oh, yeah. over to make the phone call. So I guess it was kind of the irony of he was behind her, so she would have gotten home first anyway. Maybe, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah i mean i i thought like i think i did even say like when i was finishing it and like in a shocking twist that man that just got out of the car will be her husband (laughs) mind blown but yeah these are all very minimal so there's not going to be like an extra character getting um introduced at the very end you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that thanks lady thanks for the ride is a much quoted line in the Intravia house like growing up we somehow would always work that into conversation um, yeah that's a, a quote a line I'm very, very familiar mm-hmm. with that I never I, I've thanks never seen it thanks for the ride I knew what it was from like that is a something that Matt mm-hmm. Suzaka likes quite quite <laughs> a bit so like I'm familiar with it I just never seen it yeah. so I guess I'm, I'm really glad look at I'm gonna add it to my movie list right now <laughs> The now this movie originally was going to have two more stories. Ugh, one I of wish which it did. ended up is in, that uh, why these are so bloated? I don't know. No, I think it's the well, maybe because I don't know if it was time or money that made them cut it. I don't know if it was that they realized this was going to be too long or that they didn't have the money for five stories. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think if all of all three of the stories were shaved a little bit, I mean, the raft is weird because it 
with the raft, I don't think it's over long. I just think because if you oh yeah that it, one doesn't kind seem of be, long. If you short, you can't shorten that one because there's nothing to it. Yeah. Um. So if anything, that's the one that could have been expanded in a way. I don't think it, you needed to, but like that's the one that like okay, well they could have done more with the characters, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. But the one story that was going to be in here was um the cat from hell which is in the tales from the dark side movie oh yeah so that was originally written for this this one the screenplay of this movie was by george romero yes he didn't direct it this was directed by a guy who did not direct much else it's directed by michael gornick who Mm -hmm. seems to be more of a other thing stuff guy oh another another thing stuff guy well no he has five Cinematographer. Uh, oh, he was the director of photography on Day of the Dead, Creep Show, Night Riders, Dawn of the okay. Dead. Oh wow! So he was primarily more a uh, cinematographer. And I mean, the movies do the the all three stories. I think look pretty good. Yeah, they look they look of the time, and that's not a yeah, negative thing. Very true. I mean, I like the way that looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I think in terms of the pacing, I think is really an issue, and. Because with the with creep show, I feel like you really remember those stories. You might mm-hmm. forget one. Like everybody always kinds of, uh, there's always one that everybody forgets, but it's different for everybody. I think. Yeah. You know, um, but with this one, I remember these again because I saw them at such a young age that they're so imprinted in me. But I would be really have a really hard time believing anybody who said, "Oh, this is my favorite horror movie." Yeah. Because it's just, it's, I, I think it's better than mediocre, but there's just, there's just not much to it. Which, typically, you don't get that much from an anthology, just by the nature of it, you can't get that much. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's also the flip side, which is, oh, but they give you so much potential to just be crazy, or to be really in out effective, or something, and this one like doesn't make good on it, it being an anthology. All of the all three of the stories could have essentially been full length movies, or they could have been, you know what I mean in a way because they're they're all kind of very standard tales that could have been expanded. Yeah, but and that almost in a way defeats the purpose of it being an anthology. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why these were the stories they went with. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you have more, or, uh... I don't think so. I'm just gonna keep repeating myself. Um, I, I was not happy with it. Yeah. Overall. It was... It was a little disappointing revisiting, just because, mm-hmm. again, I grew up with this imprinted in me. And so to watch it as a grown-up, it was kind of like, okay. And that, that's really what it felt like. I feel like it was okay. Yeah. There were some things I liked. Um, and again, the practical effects look really cool. I even like the Chief Woodenhead. I like the, the look of when he starts moving around to me is kind of neat because it's, yeah, it's not the I way they would do it today. So the, the, the effect, I, can't, it did, I don't know if Tom Savini did the effects or not. I might be wrong about that. I kind of hope I am because I prefer not to give him credit for things. Cause, <laughs> you know. But. It's it looks cool. It's not paced well. Like it's a movie. Mm-hmm. It is. So uh rating. Um quality of film. 
Quality of film. 5.5? Yeah, you know, I was hovering right around there. Um, I'll go... Again, I wish I need to... I I should really keep a list of this stuff so I know when I give this movie a better or worse rating than, like, the Vince Vaughn movie that we just did. Yeah. Uh, I think I... I feel like I gave that one a 6. So I'll give this one a 6. Okay. Um... Uh, enjoyment of life and stuff quality uh, of life made by the film 5.5 I, I have to go a little higher just because again I've said thanks for the ride so much in life that I, yeah. I owe it if nothing else for that so for that I would go I'll just keep I'll also incrementally bump up and say 6.5 fair enough I mean yeah so that was Creepshow too. I mean Again, I prefer the first one. When I was yeah. a kid, I think I thought I preferred this one because it's the one I saw in the theater, but yeah, it's all right. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we'll take a quick break, and when we return, we're going to talk some of VHS <laughs> 2. Indeed. VHS 2. Yeah. Okay. So okay. uh so you saw a VHS when a while ago. Okay, and you just watched it like on DVD one day? Yeah, I was just like, hey, let's watch this. Yeah. I think it is around the time well it's definitely around the time I watched ABCs of Death. I don't remember which side of it before or after. Okay. Yeah, I had gotten really excited about this, like, new wave of anthologies, because, like I said, I like anthologies. You like I, anthologies. You know, I'm, I'm slow-minded. I like the quickness of them. Um, and when VHS came out, I was really excited, and I just didn't see it. And then it finally hit instant, and I'm like, oh, yeah, awesome, I'll watch this. And I, like, it's been a really long time since I really found myself wanting to turn a movie off. But I just yeah. found it was annoying me so much. Because the in, with VHS, um, what is it like? The first two stories, like, are just so aggressively icky, and uh, I think I've to blocked women. some of it out. Yeah, like I mean, the first wraparound, you get like a bunch of dudes who are who are never explained really. They're just dudes that do shit and stuff and break yeah. into a house and watch VHS videos. But before that, their hobby is to go to sh- to a parking garage and find women and lift their shirts up and videotape them. Yeah. And again, how do you know this movie was made by a man? Um, the fact that it's a large busted woman who's not wearing a bra. Of course. Right? Like, this is like okay filmmakers out there it, like here let me just give you one little tip about that if you're going to have a big busted woman take her shirt off 
if you want to make the women out there believe it, have her wear a fucking bra because she's probably wearing a bra when she goes outside. Yeah, I don't. Really and it's just know. like I think once that happened in the movie, I was like, "Oh, you've got to be kidding me!" It's, yeah. And I gave it through the first and a half story, I think, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm just so I hate everything." Um, I tried going back to it a few months later, and I just couldn't get into it. And then after watching VHS two, I rewatched. I finally got through VHS in like three sittings because it's freaking two hours long. It's very long. Yeah, and I will say a VHS before we get to the movie we're actually covering. I like Joe Swanberg's segment. Fuck. Oh, why can't I remember? His was the Skype one. Oh, yeah, it was all right. That one I thought like, okay, this one's doing something different with the format. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with that. Uh, I, uh, Ty West's wasn't terrible, and I think I hated the rest of them. Ty West's was the one that I was like, oh, man, this could have been great. There is <laughs> one moment in the Ty West one that involves who's holding the video camera. Mm-hmm. There is one moment that I was like, woo, that's good. Like, that's one thing that really, like, one little shot that, like, flipped everything around. And then it ended, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, I don't remember the rest of them, but I think they all made me a little angry. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, a, I didn't like it. There's mm-hmm. the one called Amateur Night, which... I can't stand. That was the first one with the um, uh, monster girl, basically. Yeah, and to segue, oh, yeah. that's how our movie opens. Oh, yeah. Wait, it does? Yeah. Did I'm I watching footage of that. Oh, see, I didn't realize because I watched this one before really Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I'm nearly positive. Okay. The, um, with, so with the, v, with VHS... The thing, the reason also I thought like, okay, this is interesting, was the idea of it's an anthology, different directors, all found footage. Okay, so you're putting some parameters around the anthology. Um, You're taking found footage, which is the kind of thing that kind of works best in small doses anyway, Mm -hmm. and putting that, that to me, found footage is perfect for an anthology film. Except the downside is I hated VHS. Yeah. Um, because the one of the problems was they were just... I like to see things when I watch a movie. I don't know, guys. I know I'm a little different than other people. She is different. I'm a little weird, okay? But I like to be able to see what's happening in a movie. Call mm-hmm. me crazy. Um, I don't think I saw anything in VHS. Yeah. Especially the wraparound where I'm like, what? Who? Do I know any of these people? Are they dead? I don't care. Um, so then we get to this one, uh, which same concept, different directors. Uh, yep. Everybody make your own found footage movie and we'll put them together. Right there, I think, is a big issue because in this one, they still try to make the ra- They take a wraparound uh-huh. and try to have that narratively be affected by the movies that we're watching. Yes. And because they don't go together in any way, I don't understand that choice at all. I, I didn't, you know what, to be honest, I didn't even think about it until you brought it up. Because the whole wraparound, which I think is is the worst part of this movie. Oh, jeez. Okay, I think I think it is arguably the worst part. It, there's another part I don't like either. But um, it's not good, and it's very much a chip off the old first movie blocks. Yes. Um, but they, but, but you're like, right. actively badly acted. It was. But you're right, they couldn't just sit... 
take these, what are they, four segments, throw them at the wall and call it a movie. Right. Or could they? That I mean, that's... A lot of anthologies have done that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's something, like, nostalgic about the idea of a wraparound that they were, like, really mm-hmm. hanging on to. Which I think is... I prefer a wraparound, just because I think it generally makes more sense. Otherwise, I could just be watching Tales from the Crypt episodes. Yeah, um, that's true. But when the wraparound is an afterthought, or even if the wraparound was done first, like the concept of the wraparound from what I kind of gathered watching the movie mm-hmm. is so you have this couple who are like, um, you know, like private detect, like sleazy private detectives who are, are end up in this abandoned house with a lot of VHS tapes. And he's like, and what the chick's like, okay, I'll watch them. And she just watches the first one. And then while she's doing, while she's doing that, there she she's seeing the video of the kid they're looking for he's like you have to watch these in order she's like okay i'll watch them in order and then each time the movie ends you get back to them and she's terrible sorry actress it might not be you maybe you were directed poorly but i just thought that whole like it was just so stiff yeah and this this segment was directed by simon barrett who's a who's i think this is like the first thing he directed uh he's directed a couple of shorts but he's really more of a writer he wrote um Dead Birds, A Horrible Way to Die, You're Next. Yeah. So he's yeah, done a lot of yeah. the writing with that crew. As a director, is not there yet, I'd say. Um, but again, like, it's okay, they're supposed to get progressively more disturbing, I guess. But mm-hmm. the, that's not, these movies aren't like that, these stories. Um, yeah, I don't, that's true. I don't think they really get, like, there. there's not, like, it's not like it starts at a 1 and gets to a 10. It's like the first one's kind of action ghosty, the second one's zombie, the third one's just bonkers, and the fourth one's like like there, there's no progression that would make someone go crazy while watching them. Why are we teasing? Come on, let's talk about. Okay, them. so because so, I'm like stuck on the wraparound because you didn't like notes, it. I didn't take a lot of notes, but one of the notes I wrote was wraparound equals poop. Well, the wraparound was forgettable and not good. Yeah. Um. You're, you're right. I think to, to try to understand the logic of it, 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 it negates the wraparound. Like, if you were going to order them, I think the third one would have been the fourth one. Because right. I think... But, but it's much it's, more apocalypse so it's, in the end. So it's, it's... It makes no sense. It's, it's moot. Anyways, yeah. like... And it's... It, the wraparound is not good. The, the end of the wraparound is not good. The premise on which they enter the house is not good. Yep. So the first you want you want to delve in. Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. So the first one is I don't know what any of them are called. I wrote I thing. I don't think it's um, what the segment. I called. did know. I, I really tried to pay is it attention. In there? Uh, um, clinical phase, phase one, one clinical, clinical trials. trials. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and this one is directed by. I meant to like pull up the very. Okay. I know. We're so okay. Terrible. This one is directed by Adam Adam Wingard, starring Adam Wingard, and directed by somebody was getting a little <sighs> greedy. Okay, so herein lies my problem. Mm-hmm. This is my least favorite. Okay. Um, not of all of them ever, because yeah. there are ones in the first one that are worse. But um, this is my least favorite in this one. When I watched it, and it started this way, I went, oh no, they're going to do it again. I better leave. I gotta get out of here. 
But the directors in this one are much more interesting. Because yes, I like I Adam Wingard, typically. I have mm-hmm. no... Okay. Adam Wingard, that is to yes, say, I didn't, yeah. I didn't like his ABCs of Horror no. segment. But, uh, I, but no I like A Horrible Way to Die, and I like your next. Me too. So I was like, okay, let's do this. And I hate this one. Uh, a dude gets a fake eye. He starts seeing dead things. Um, a lady shows up. And has sex she, with him. because she, that's can, she can hear dead things, and the only way to make them stop with the dead people things is to bone. Actually, it I'd like to add, before we do that. So obnoxious. Before we do that, what does she, before they bone, obviously she takes her shirt off. And guess what she's not wearing? Of course she's not wearing a bra. Of course she's, she's not wearing a, a bra. It takes longer lady. to show boobs if you're wearing a bra. So therefore, no woman in these movies will wear a bra. Because none lady. of these men have ever actually met a woman, I think. Um, yeah. So, okay, the premise is whatever. Um, like Why was this, his house? Why did he live in that beautiful house? I don't He lives understand. in this, like, mansion in L.A. What was up with that? There's a nice house, but then, like, the tension never built, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand the, the crazy, like, like neurotic, like, gothy kind of cool girl. Like, she was just wish fulfillment. Well, yeah. It, it was so weird and not good. It was not good and not scary. And I thought some of the... There were some ugh. jumps that kind of worked for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know... The sound design of this one was so aggressive, and on one hand, I was like, okay, it's interesting, but it's really just giving me a headache. Mm-hmm. And it's not supposed to be, like, really, it's his eyes, not his ears. So I don't need that assault. Yeah, it's true. And the weird thing, and I don't know if I read into this, because I'm like, well, this is interesting if it's so. And this kind of goes into the comeuppance thing of, of these. Was, like, he talks about being in an accident. That's how he lost his eye. Mm-hmm. And it... At one point, like, because clearly it's like a father and a daughter ghost. I was like, oh, did he kill them in an accident? Like, was he drunk driving or something? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I just made this so much more interesting than it was because I needed to do that. Mm-hmm. Or if there was some, like, subtle uh, hinting about that. I'm not sure. But, yeah, this one, eh, I mean, if, if you've watched Body Bags, the John Carpenter one, the one where yeah. Stacey Keach gets hair implants, so yes. much better. Killer hair beats a killer eye any day. Um, but I didn't hate this one. I liked it more than I think all of the ones in VHS, but I really didn't like the ones in VHS. Yeah, this one was just really not it for me. Mm, I'm so, kind of glad they started with this one, though. Man, I guess because I was. It set my expectations real fucking low. Yeah, which I think is an important thing in anthologies, oddly enough. <sighs> so then you move from this one where I was just not into I was to, nah, I was okay on it I guess uh, I was ready to punch out but the next one is the dude um from Blair Witch yes one one half of one one Blair of Witch. Blair Witch and he is the one that also did Lovely Molly yeah I think so right yeah. yes so this one I'm kind of thinking like I think I knew what the premise of this one was for some reason so I was like all right whatever so it's like a, a from the zombies point of view mm-hmm. and um hey now this was okay. This was good. I like um, this one. There I had was one a problem with it. Ooh, what? Um, just again, and I know my defenses were up watching this movie because of how I feel about the first one. Mm-hmm. But when the char- when the male character is like beating the first female zombie, he just keeps screaming, "Die, you fucking bitch!" over and over again. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, really? You you're gonna make me write that down." You're repeating yeah. it. You're going to make me write it down. And that really bothered me. And it's where I'm like, am I 
being militant feminist about this, or was that just unnecessary? I don't know. Um, out there, I, if you were beating a female zombie, would you scream, you fucking bitch? You tell me. I don't know. Maybe. I don't maybe. Um, I remember that. So the fact that I remember it, I guess, says mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Um, it didn't make me like crazy upset. Right. And um, I mean, this one was just very. It was very quick. Yeah, uh, it was. The I like it. Was awesome. There was a lot of good, effective Mister X. Yep. Um, it wasn't scary, but it was like you you, would, you were jolted quite a bit because you were like you were really in it. Yeah, it felt I guess, very almost like a video game. I exactly. I guess. I mean, you know, it's a first person POV, so they're all kind of first. I mean, the first one we were in some guy's eye, right? But this one, I really felt like I was in it and along mm-hmm. for the ride. You know? Yeah, and I mean that's an important. That's always the biggest issue of found footage is. Why is it found footage? What? Yeah. Why are you still holding the camera? We'll get to that one later. Why, you know, that that whole, you have to have justification for it being found footage. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this one, it works fine because, you know, oh, what? He, he records it. He, puts, he has a thingy in his helmet. It's fine. And just the because of the perspective, it being a zombie... It's really cool because it, it is a perspective we haven't seen done that way. Yeah. I think that's why I knew about it, why people were talking about it, because it was so it was so different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I like this one. This was my favorite one of the bunch. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it too. It was probably my third favorite. Wow. Oh, interesting. Surprising. Okay. Very I surprising. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about that? or should we um, No, I mean, this one was just enjoyable to me because it was quick, cool zombie tale. Yeah, I liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. It was, it was really effective for what it was doing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't any more ambitious than... It, it didn't try to be too big, and, but yeah. it, yet it still was different and held my attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so awesome. segment three. Was this your favorite one? Okay, no. Oh. I know, right? Yeah. So, the third segment is uh, the dude who did that movie. Uh, the the Rage. <laughs> this one is called Safe Haven. Yeah, okay, this is Safe Haven. Um, oh, I'm in regular VHS, that's why I got confused. There we go. So, Gareth Evans, is that his name? Yes. Okay, thank you. Whew. Um, <laughs> it's okay, you're getting through it. I am. Okay, so. So. Hot off the heels of Sacrament. I yes. watched this. Hot, that, off the, hot off the heels. This did do everything right that the Sacrament did not do right for me as well. Holy moly. Okay, so this is a cult-type cult story. These film crew goes in to... I mean, this one actually has a lot... This one felt long. It did, but not, yeah. I mean, it was just... I think it was the longest one. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of character stuff. Um, which is not a bad thing. It's just more than the other ones. Um, so yeah, they go in and they're filming this cult and, and crazy shit keeps escalating. And there's actually like a little side story of like one of them is pregnant, but she's dating one of the guys, but it's the other guy's baby. So it's like, there's a lot of melodrama and there's a lot of just drama and you're like, okay, this, these people are fucking weird. What's going on? This is weird. Um, and then it escalates even more, and I'm going to totally spoil all this. Hope you don't mind. It's an and anthology. Then, you know, you, you know it's going to get spoiled because they're short. 
And then like there he the dude walks in and like they're they're shooting in the head and like everybody's dying and you're like what the fuck is even going on? Mm-hmm. Um and then like and then shit gets like kind of weird and demonic. But this movie did what I want every movie to do ever. And with a giant monster? Well, they all the people shot themselves and shit was getting real and then they took the pregnant lady and like they made the demon come out through mm-hmm. her, which didn't look very good. But they made that happen and like you're like, what is even going on? And then all of a sudden everyone's a demon or a zombie. It's fucking awesome. I want every movie to take that turn. If that Reese Witherspoon, Tom Hardy, Chris Pine movie ended that way, so much better. If but like what I'm saying is like okay, no one wants to hear this story, but I'm gonna tell it anyways. The first time I saw the French movie Inside, yeah, um, which is a great movie. Mm-hmm. There's a scene towards the end where somebody is handcuffed to somebody else, and the other person is dead. Yep. And there's a struggle, but you're still handcuffed to that dead body. And in the struggle, the person flings themselves, which makes the dead body go with them. And for a fleeting moment, I thought, oh, my God, that body has reanimated. This is the best (laughs) movie ever. This movie has crossed the line, and I like it. This movie is awesome. So now, from then on, I want every movie to, in the middle of it, become a zombie movie. And this one kind of fucking did. I could see that. And I like, and I mean, that's kind of the beauty of anthologies is like, you, you get, what, 20 minutes or so, and like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Because nobody's going to be that angry if you end with, you know, it raining donuts than if, if I invest an hour and a half in your characters and you end with donuts falling from yeah, the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, that's kind of the beauty of it is you can take a chance. Uh, and I do think in this movie compared to the first one, like this one, they all do take chances. Mm-hmm. Less mm-hmm. than the first one, but of the first story of the three, I mean. But the second three, like, do something different. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And in this one, like, yeah, I like the, the how bonkers it gets. It gets fucking crazy, and I respect that. I mean, I had a hard time just because it was like... Okay, so here's your film crew. Oh, God, they're all awful. And they're all awful in boring ways where she's cheating on him and t- and pr- telling him about being pregnant because somehow they don't remember that they're all being videotaped because they're a fucking documentary crew who are all yeah. being videotaped. I didn't really – I really didn't pick up on that character I just – I didn't stuff. like – like things like that and even the way when you first meet them, they're um, interviewing the, like, the cult leader – um, to say, like, we're going to handle your story, like, we're going to treat your story with respect, mm-hmm. um, we're, you know, we're different from other people, we're really going to come in, and we really want to get to know you. Yeah. And, like, they get, get, they walk in, and the first thing that, like, she does, like, a little girl gives her this creepy talisman, she's like, ew, I'm taking this off, I don't want to touch that shit. And, like, all of a sudden, they're just dicks again. Yeah. And they're like, but in this case, it's annoying, because they're supposed to be a professional documentary crew. So, again, I'm being picky, but it just bothered me that, like, no, you know, I think that's fair. I really it's just something that took me out of it. it. I just wish they had just been portrayed as like, no, really, this is their job. They know how they have to know how serious this is. They're going to handle it like they're not going to forget to charge the battery. Like they're going to treat this re- with respect. And that's again, I'm picky sometimes because I come into these with a chip on my shoulder based on how VHS treated me mm-hmm. and its characters. The thing I really liked about this, aside from just how crazy it got, um, 
and again, this is like what I was thinking the same thing was with comparing this to the sacrament where in the sacrament, uh, the actor who played, um, you know, the cult leader was fine, except all he was doing was Jim Jones. Whereas in this one, it was a different kind of cult leader. Yeah. Like he was, didn't, I mean, he was still like, like the cult itself had that very people's temple esque feel, Mm-hmm. But with a twist, and the cult leader was not. It didn't feel like he was modeled after anybody. Like he felt like a fresh take on that character. Yeah, and it had a giant monster. Yeah, it did. I, I like I said, I did, don't think the monster looked good. Um, the effect for I me, I kind of just, like that it looked the way it did. Like it, I was like I was. It fine almost looked with cute, it. and I think it kind of should have. It didn't make me hate it. I was just like, oh, that's meh. I would have rather seen nothing than have been shown that. Or like an arm or something. Yeah, I thought the end was a little bit like, like the very end was a little bit like, ugh, okay. But my mom loved the way it ended. Interesting. So I can't say shit about it because it worked for somebody. Right. And that's that's what's really interesting, I think, about anthologies more so than full-length horror films. Mm -hmm is that thing when you start talking about them and you're like, oh yeah, well this was obviously the best segment. Somebody else is like, no, wait, man, this one. Because there's something very microcosmic about them where, you know, you can very much find what works for you on this very small level. Yeah. So, And again, it's the beauty of anthologies. Like, well, if it doesn't work for me, it was only 20 minutes of my time. Yep. It's kind of what I told my mom. I said she had kind of seen the first one and was like, eh, about it. And I was like, no, watch this one. It's really good. I will say, because I know there's people out there that like the first one. I want to know why. (laughs) Like, I'm just, because aside from the idea of found footage as anthology, I really want someone to defend VHS to me. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't get the love for it. I really don't. Now, fourth story, which must be your favorite. Um, it kind of actually is. It's my, I, I liked it a lot. I can't, tell me why it's your favorite. Okay, well, Jason Eisner, right? Yes. Why do I always feel like, okay, Hobo with a Shotgun changed my life. (laughs) See, I always say this. I love Hobo with a Shotgun. I do too. So, but Jason Eisner's segment in ABC's of Death was, oh my gosh, crazy disappointing. Which one was his? The, the one with the deer and the pedophile and oh, right, right, right. hunting. Yes. I don't know. Um, I don't like it. So I'm like, okay, so he's got a segment in this. Come on! Yeah! And then I see the fucking title of it. Slumber yeah. Party Alien Abduction. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's gonna fucking nail it. It's gonna be so good. And it was! It was ridiculous and absurd, and the kids used ridiculous verbiage. She's gonna shit out her vag or something, <laughs> I think he says. Like, but the kids are all so funny, but and they're it's, all... It's believable. I, I, it's Because at so first I'm like, oh, this one. Like, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, this is gonna be hard. It's but yeah, no, very so quickly believable. I was like, nope, that's how kids... Kids today, that's how we talk. They're all, all the kids are so ridiculous and they're so likable. They're instantly likable. I kind of was rewatching it before we recorded and I had to go out to the car to get um, my headphones and it was still on and I came back in and Zach was like, oh, you just missed that that part you like where the kid says, the boyfriend says, "Um, 
suck my dick. And my little kid was like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> like, they're so funny and I like cute. that it's your favorite line. I, I thought it was so funny. And they go in the, in, the, in the garage or the shed or whatever, and they get that big bucket of toys and just, like, throw it. I just love those fucking kids. And the sister... Oh, man, this one really did shit to me, just like Hobo did. Mm-hmm. When Jason Eisner's on, man, he's on. Like, the sister was so likable. Yeah. And basically what ends up happening is the parents go away, the brother has friends over, the sister has her boyfriend over, and maybe another friend. He's a dick. Yeah, he like was a dick. Sociopath. And they're being so stupid, like, they're, you know, saying suck my dick and throwing water balloons, and I think they pissed in a water balloon and threw it at the sister. Like, sneaking in on the two of them having sex. It's just really, there's some, like, borderline lowbrow shit. Mm. But then all of a sudden, again, maybe this is what I like. I like the misdirect. Yeah. Shit gets real, and there's, like, aliens. the fucking aliens. And the sound design was so good. I love the sound. So good. Because it was just chaos at a certain point. It was, every time the aliens showed up, the lights went crazy, and there was fucking upsetting noises. Mm. And uh, this is something that I really liked. They, the brother and sister were being so shitty to each other, and everybody was picking on everybody else, and they were being such dumb kids. The second that stuff happening, the sister was, like, looking out for all the little yeah. boys. Everybody was so worried about everybody else. Um, and even was, the dog. They were, they were like, grab the dog. Oh, my God. And then the dog. Yeah. Little t- Emily, I, I cried so hard. Oh, no, you didn't. I wept. Oh. This one, this one got me, man. Oh, I I really liked it. Um, it was hopeless, and scary, and upsetting, and weird. Mm-hmm. It was just so good, but also so ridiculous at the beginning. Yeah, no, you're right. The the switch and the very like because it almost had like the the suburbanness of it really worked well. Yeah. Um, the this was where, like, the found footage-ish got to me, just because after watching all of them um, and getting to this one, which is really the most shaky by nature. It's fr- This is from the dog's point of view. The dog has a camera on him. Mm-hmm. And so you get a lot of, like, back and forth and stuff. And this was one that physically I had the hardest time watching, where it was like, I don't really know what I'm seeing all the time. Yeah. But then um, after I watched this one, when I went back to VHS my god i couldn't see anything and especially that last segment i'm like what what am i where i don't i don't know the last Um, segment in vhs i actually liked a little bit uh, that's the thing is that one i was was probably my next yes i liked that one again because the dudes weren't just dicks yeah that made a difference and there were some cool things in the house but it was the most like shaky where i really was like i don't know what's going on yeah and it's not in like a you know Oh my god, I can't see because the characters can't see. It's like, no, I fucking... I don't... Why am I even watching something? Yeah, I felt the same way. Yeah. Um, So this one, like, here and there, I felt that a little bit. And I also... I watched this on my phone, so I didn't have... It made it a little even more... Like, I had to get the lighting right so I could see Mm -hmm. what I could see. I'm not going to be a super fan or super make excuses for this one. But now that you know what to expect from it, I would say it's worth sitting down watching just that segment. Yeah, I will do that. Because it's... Wow, and you yeah. liked Hobo, right? I loved Hobo. Oh my yeah. gosh! I why was his ABCs of Death segment oh, so bad? I don't know. I love him so much. What's he doing now? <laughs> I don't know. Being cute so 
He is, well, he just did a short called, wait, that was in 2013. Get, get moving, Jason Azar. What you doing? Yeah, he doesn't have anything. Yeah, that's frustrating. He doesn't have he, anything, like, listed under director. He does gore, lowbrow, like, splattery humor with real emotion. Mm-hmm so amazingly well and I think there's a place for that absolutely yeah so yeah I guess this was my favorite one I like this one a lot this one um I don't know between this the, again I liked the ride in the park was my favorite just because mm-hmm. it was sharp and it was you know it was such a surprise to me too yeah because coming from VHS which everything just feels so lazy and like look I have a camera and I have boobs so I made a horror movie um, so for that one, just felt like fresh and like, all right, I see what we can do. And it, it got in, got out, mm-hmm. did what it was exactly. going to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And so for the, th- the third one, I, again, I like the bonkersness and there's things about it that are really cool. Um, but there's things about it that kind of hold it back for me. And then this one, like you said, it's really, it is a simple idea and concept, but they do some fun things with the actors and characters yeah. that elevates it. And it, it manages to be really... That sound design just makes it so scary. Mm. I'd agree. I just... I really... I'm angry about the wraparound being so shitty because it... I don't get why it had to be so shitty. Yeah. You know? What's, what's up with that, man? I don't know. I, don't know. I, th- I feel like it was left over from... It's possible. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a... So now... VHS viral, I believe, is VOD now. Yeah, I need to see it. Do you? Do we? I think I do. Let's see. Who do, who's directing? I'm um, looking that. at that right now. Uh, the directors listed are Justin Benson, Greg Bishop, Aaron Moorhead, uh, somebody that won't load. Um, uh, I like that guy. Oh, Nacho Vigodondo. Fun. The only per- the only segment I liked in um, ABCs of Death. Yeah, Marcel Sarmiento. I know that name. Did he do? Oh, uh, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dead Girl. Oh, that's yeah. really exciting because I I love Dead Girl. I think very underrated, misunderstood movie. Um, that's exciting. Okay, I will watch VHS Viral. Yay! I may not be happy about it. Yay. Um, but it looks like the Wingard uh, Barrett contingent is not involved in this one, which huh, interesting. is probably a good thing, I think. Uh, Justin Benson and Greg Bishop. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with them continuing to make these because I think it's also a cool chance for directors to do something different, to, yeah. you know. And I mean, again, that's the idea of the ABCs of death, too. It's just that, you know, it's just that for whatever reason, when you give a bunch of dudes cameras and tell them to make something short, they end up making something that's really misogynist for some reason. I don't know. I, I don't understand. Um, so I'm just, you know, hoping that uh, that trend changes with things. But this one didn't do that no, entirely. No, it didn't. It did not at all. And... <laughs> And I am very happy about that. And I and I know I was very um, reluctant to watch this just because of how icky I found VHS. Me too. Um, so I'm very happy that it and it totally sequel better than the movie without question. Yeah. But I also like that this one showed more of what this format can be. Um, 
because I don't understand why you would because uh, I think again the idea of these movies is great it's a shame that VHS was the first product of this idea yeah so I but I have no problem with them continuing to do it and do it and because I have a feeling you're going to find some really good segments as they keep making these you know the batting average is still going to be probably under 500 um, but I think you can get some really good things out of there the other director, uh, Greg Bishop, did Dance of the Dead, which I really liked. Okay, yeah, I, I, I know what that is. Yep, it was a, zo- like a high school zombie comedy movie. But it was yeah, I did smart. not see it. I definitely know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I think you would like it, actually. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, don't thank oh, me yet. Thanks for thinking of me. Yeah, well, you know. Um, so, okay, VHS 2. Oh, this is tough. I Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I would go for ratings. Um... See, it's tough, because I I almost want to, like, do an average of, like, each segment. Shit, yeah. How do you... I had no problem. I would probably say... Okay, let's see. So, start from the end. I would probably give that one, like, seven and a half. I'd have no problem giving a single grade to that, um, to Creepshow, but I'm having trouble with this one. Well, again, well, they're different directors. That's true. So, I think right away, like, you're justified in that. Okay. Um... I would probably have to go 6.5. For the whole whole shebang? Yeah. Quality of movie, 6.5. Yes. I'm going to go 7. Okay. I could maybe go higher, but I'm, I'm going to bring it down a notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first, the wraparound and the first one keep it lower for me than the other ones would. So. Yeah. Um, enjoyment and stuff. Um, for that, I would probably go... I'll go with 7.25. Mm-hmm. You know, I I enjoyed watching this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it in segments. Um, I think I watched, like, the first two together, and then... <gasps> I watched it all at the same time. Oh. How proud of me are uh, of both I of us. I did for Creepshow. I watched it in three segments. I just didn't have time I think this week. It, it took me, like, four times. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was able to get through by, like, stopping at the segment. Like, it wasn't like I had to stop in the middle of the segment. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy, because the cult one... I was, like, on the bus, and it totally ended right as I had to get off the bus. I was like, whoa, it's my lucky day. I should join that cult. We're in sync. But I didn't join that cult because they're all monsters now. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what? was your, uh, your grade for enjoyment? 8.5. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. That's fine, though. I'm, I am glad you enjoyed them. And I am, I am very glad I finally watched them. I'm glad Yay! I watched both of them just because now I know I am justified in finding VHS offensive and not good. Oh my gosh, the first one is a different animal compared to oh, this completely. one. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it, like, the first one's like genuinely unpleasant and to me like very indicative of uh, a really weird negative misogyny in yeah. modern horror. And this one's just a horror movie. And that's fine. Yep. So, uh, all right. So now. Instant watch picks. We both have yeah. recommends. I am very excited this time. I actually have one. It's been a while since I didn't half-ass this. What's okay? You're right. So are you ready? What you got? Um. Well, you can thank. I I listened to Show Show's Spooktacular. This very year. nice. Yes. Congratulations for their sixth one. Eighth. Eighth. Damn. Remember, I lose years. Fucking nuts, right? Ouch. Um. So, I listened to their Spooktacular. They, I don't know how, after eight years, they're still managing to watch anything. Um, 
there's still stuff for them to watch. But one of the things <laughs> that they... tells you how many horror movies there are out there on Instant. Thankfully, they did a lot, a lot on Instant. Yeah, that's so, why I kind of had to jump around and listen to ones that I'd seen and ones that I hadn't. Yeah, so I was excited. They covered a, something that my mom actually told me to watch, and I didn't listen to her, <gasps> called The Pact. Oh, fuck you. I told you to watch this last week. You told me to watch it last week. <laughs> you did, did you just confuse you? me with your mom again? No, like, no, no, no. I definitely, you both did. I totally talked about this with you and Erica because I thought you both did. of you would like it. And I didn't listen to anybody. You cunt. And I wouldn't have listened to Show Show either. But some, I don't know. I think it was, it was Miles and Beef. And Beef I said see, so something. Miles and Beef say it, you'll watch it. I think Beef gave it a five. He gave it five moon cups. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, I told you. I know, I'm sorry. I need to start listening. That's all right. But you liked it, right? It's so good. Oh man, guys, the cover art for this is garbage, but it's so good. It's just because it's, on one hand, it's like kind of a simple ghost story. Dude, it scared the shit out of me. It's really scary. And it's really well acted. Yeah, it's so scary. And and I don't. I really don't want to spoil it, but it mm-hmm. it does something that I don't think enough movies do. Um, and when they did it, I'm gonna type it. Okay, I was gonna say I'm like I. I don't know if I know what you're. You saying. do. Okay. It. Oh, where to go? Where to go? I heard, I heard it. it. I heard you say it. Oh yeah. Not enough things do that, and then and when, when they I, do it, sometimes it annoys me because sometimes I think it takes something away. But it was yeah. Like in this case, it was like, oh, that's not your problem. You it got was a bigger problem. So cool. So good. They made a sequel. They just did a sequel. And I heard that that wasn't that good. Oh, that's a shame. I don't think but, it was the same director, same yeah. actress, I believe. Man, was it good. And it was like, it was again, it was a movie that they did not need to. It's another case of really good writing because there's not exposition, but you. You you under you learn things about the characters in very natural ways. Yeah. Yep. And it's scary. Yeah, it is. It's really um, it's unsettling and upsetting mm-hmm. at times. Yeah. And it's cool because it's not a horror movie in like a ghost way, but right. it is. Yeah. Like it's two different kind. Again, it's two different movies. It's oh so yeah. Good. And once you realize that by the end, you're like, they did something really different there. Yeah. Yeah. It's very really good. good. Um. Uh, on that note, then you should also watch Dead Within because you know. Okay, maybe well, you'll listen to I'll me. wait until my mom s- says something. Pretend then I'm not- Miles, and I'm saying it like with a California accent. Yeah, does that work? Yeah, that was good. Thank I'll, you. I'll pretend. Okay. Um, but like, okay, so like I said, that was not my instant recommend because there's yeah. something that's even more exciting. Um, Christine. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if you know this, but like, you know what? Are, you know what's awesome? What? Musical theater. Mm. Musical theater is so great. You know what else is really cool? Oh, is it stage fright? Yes, it's fucking stage fright. <laughs> I knew it. I saw, I, maybe it was Jason that watched it. Jason or, had like re- like said like months ago, he's like, I think you need to see this movie. Yeah. Um, I knew it was going around. I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's a slasher about a summer camp. It's a musical theater camp. And there are original songs. Oh, me, oh my. If it's kind of like the filmmaker was like, you know, I'm, I kind of want to make a gift and I, I want to give it to Emily and Travia. Oh, and it's no. Like you made this movie for me. Because it's, 
Like, there's musical theater jokes. Wait, you would not understand. I, You're just an what, alto. Would I like it? I think I you should try uh, it. I think okay. you should watch, like, the first, like, 20 minutes through the first original song. Um just to to see because it's not like it's not an opera like there like there's not singing every scene there aren't if anything the movie could have had more original songs i really hope to make a sequel with more original songs um but there are original songs it's very musical theater style mm-hmm. a lot of the jokes are very much aimed at sondheim fans and everything yeah so i don't know if you will but i think you should try it i think you should give it 20 minutes and if it doesn't work for you just give up yeah uh, meatloaf's in it okay that's not a deal breaker for me okay mini drivers in it okay uh it's again like it's so made for me it's very campy it's very ridiculous um the killer sings like in a rock opera voice it's amazing uh i want to have its babies oh wow and then send them all off onto dvd and release them into the world um yeah i I loved it i absolutely loved it but again yeah no if you hate musical theater you probably won't like it but you should try it because it's great you should support it because i want want them to make more all right yeah so those were our instant picks now next episode yeah uh, is a we have to explain some stuff okay Um, so if you listen to the thing i released whatever's in your feed before this episode um uh i talk about a little emily making noises it's me it's me and my cats making noises uh but yeah so the tyler over at the macho bullshit podcast is doing um kind of a a charity drive and such so for the month of november um the way it's working is Basically, he's doing two, like, exclusive episodes, one with us and one with the Cult of Muscle podcast. And those episodes are going to only be released to, like, a private feed. Um, And so in order to hear those episodes, you just have to do something good for mankind and everything else, uh, which is the, for this drive, it is um, Tyler's raising money for domestic violence victims and such. Um, So really, you just have to donate $10 minimum to any domestic violence charity or safe house or anything of the like. Uh, Send him the link or proof or just something to show that you've done this. Uh, And then he will send you the link to these episodes. Yeah, and then you can hear us talk. You can hear us talk. I think you also then get, like, he has, like, prize packs and stuff and different raffles he's going to do and all exciting stuff. Um, And so it's going to be a really exciting episode. Because uh, we're covering two movies with Tyler. Um, Christine, which movie did you pick? Did I pick um, The Rage 2 Carrie? Yeah, The Rage Carrie 2 Carrie. The Rage. Uh-huh. I don't know. So remember, like, years ago when I lived in my old apartment, we were going to cover this one? Yeah. And then, you know, there was UPS issues and all that, but we are finally going to talk about um, Carrie Rage 2. Rage 2 The Carrie. Carrie The Rage 2 The Carrie with Mena Sumari. Hooray! Hey! Uh, and my pick is really exciting because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and that would be a little movie that came out in 1992 called A League of Their Own. I love A League of Their Own. God, fuck, I love A League of Their Own. It's going to be tough to keep that episode under, like, five hours. Oh, no. Because I could spend four hours telling you why that movie is so good. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'll, uh, you've been warned. <laughs> I'll try to be good, I promise. I'll try to, like, get a sore throat before that day so I'm not tempted to talk too much. Oh, no, don't do that. Well, I don't know. Otherwise, I'm going to have to start singing. We're the members of the all-American team. We 
league. We come from cities near and far. Anyway, point being, if you want to hear that kind of talk, um, listen, go to, I think on the Macho Bullshit podcast page, I think he has the information. Um, with the email, I don't have it in front of me of who to send your proof and such to. Um, so yeah, um, actually, maybe you know what I'll just do? I'm just going to drop that at the end of this episode. Oh, good so thinking. You can hear him again and explain everything. Minus me blabbering on for like eight minutes about your book. Okay. But also, read Christine's <laughs> book, everybody. Yeah, that would be nice of you. Thank you. Amazon.com. And you'd be shocked at how much of a difference just one or two purchases a day can make to Aww. my ranking. I'm, I don't really care about the money. I just want to be ranked higher on Amazon so more people see it. You don't want to be rich. You just want to be popular. Is that it? Well, yeah. Yeah. So make Christine's dreams come true, everybody. <laughs> of being popular. Exactly. Make me popular. That's all you need in life. I saw Heather's. I know how it works. It's true. So, yes, Amazon.com, wake up, comma, Maggie. Because the other book is very different, Christine. Is it? Yes. Read the synopsis. It's very different. Okay. I thought I saw it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, kind of sounds exciting. But but anyway, Wake Up, Comma, Maggie by Christine Makepeace. Go get it. Um, and then, so we're going to exit and let Tyler take over. So on that note, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tyler from the Macho Bullshit Movie Cast. And in the month of November... I will have a charity drive to raise funds for victims of domestic violence. So what you need to do, I've tried to keep this about as simple as possible. You can donate to any uh, charity uh, for domestic violence. You can donate to any women's shelter. Uh, min- for a minimum of a $10 donation, uh, send your receipt or confirmation email, whatever, just so I can see your name and that you donated to my feedback email. That's machobullshitmoviecast at yahoo.com. And for that, you'll get two exclusive downloads, crossover episodes, one where the fine gentleman at Cult of Muscle will join me and we'll talk about a couple films and another crossover episode with the lovely ladies of the Feminine Critique. They'll be joining me and talking about a couple films. In addition, I will be drawing three names out of the hat for prize packs, uh, first, second, and third. Uh, These prize packs will have DVDs, Blu-rays, miscellaneous other stuff. Uh, And if you know me, you can probably guess some of what that'll be. But uh, they should be quite nice, actually. Uh, Definitely worth winning. And in addition to that, I will select another half dozen names, another six out of the hat, will be drawn to submit bonus episodes, half-hour-long episodes of film reviews that will be published then through my my Libsyn account. So, I would just encourage everyone to consider donating to this. Even if you're not interested in the prizes, it's, it's a worthy cause to give to. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see those donations coming in.
we can be ourselves at least for once a year. The place where we can dance and feel allowed to sing a song. Performing is our fantasy, we're here where we belong. Hey, it's you. Long time no see. Beaten up a dozen times for singing Stephen Sondheim's rhymes. Some school bullies sound awfully bad. What school bullies? That was my dad. But thankfully, that's in the past. It's time to go sign up for classes. Finally, we're back where we Costuming and light designing classes that help you refine techniques so you'll be sure to find your true artistic voice. Whatever your abilities, we've got the best facilities maintained by local hillbillies who didn't have a choice. So many options, so much to choose from, what to sign up for, so much to improve on. I've things I'm working on, I've even made a list. Fireframe projection, breathing, audience, connect and seeking. If I want to be a star, I gotta take more risks. Explore my inner narcissist, the most no catharsis. To express myself more clearly, I'm working on my list. We're here, we're here, we're here at Santa Stage. The place where we can be ourselves and no one calls us names. They call me weirdo. They call me freak show. They call me sissy. Pussy. Mushy, mushy. Homo. They call me very flitty. And a slew of other low blows. All of us have heard these names of hate. But let me get one thing straight. I'm gay, I'm gay, but not in that way. Musicals move me and touch me in ways I can't say. He's gay, but not in that way. I sleep with women, but musicals make me feel gay. I'm gay, I'm actually gay. Could be my DNA or how I was raised. We don't distinguish here at Center State. We're all gay, we're gay in all kinds of ways. Some in the bedroom and some cause a musical place. Ow, Sam, you're hurting me. Don't touch my hair. We're here, we're here. The place where we can be ourselves. Once a year, 